In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear canon, my dear seminarians, my dear brethren, the month of July is coming to an end. This particular day is the feast day of St. Ignatius Loyola, the founder of the Jesuits, and this church, of course, was a Jesuit church, and you see in certain places in the church images of St. Ignatius, for example here, just to the left of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So perhaps we could pray today for the Jesuits, for the renewal of the Jesuit order in the spirit of their holy founder. In the month of July, which is now passing, was also dedicated to the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which, as you may know, has a liturgical feast day on July the 1st. Popular devotions, such as the precious blood, they have an important place in the life of Catholics and are an expression of their love and trust in God, with particular attention, perhaps, to the mystery of salvation or to the life and person of our Lord Jesus Christ, or his Holy Mother Mary, the angels and the saints. We've reached the last day of July, and you might be saying, well, it's a bit late to preach on the devotion to the precious blood. And you may have a point. However, reflecting on the month that has gone by uh, is a particularly good thing to do. The precious blood is not for one month alone. The church tries to teach us something to help us improve our spiritual life, to draw us closer to God. The cult or worship of the precious blood consecrated on our altars at every Mass is something which we should not take for granted. Indeed, we read in today's post-communion prayer, may this heavenly mystery, O Lord, heal us both in soul and in body, and may we ever feel within us the power of the sacrament we celebrate. I want to say a little this morning about the meaning and the background of the devotion of the precious blood, for it is a devotion which you should practice and propagate. The devotion of the precious blood of our Saviour can be found in sacred scripture. A sacrifice is the highest form of religious worship that man can offer to God as an act of praise, thanksgiving, petition, and reconciliation. In the ancient law, the sacrifice of the Passover lamb was the most prominent offering, recalling the deliverance of the people of Israel and the firstborn in Egypt from the angel of death. The blood of the old covenant between God and his people was sprinkled upon them by Moses. But it was not enough to save man from sin and death. It was only a shadow of the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross, where he shed his blood to gain the salvation of men. Our Lord instituted the holy sacrifice of the Mass as an unbloody yet real offering of his body and blood in commemoration and as a memorial of his loving sacrifice on the cross, which is represented on the altar. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which will be shed for many 
for the remission of sins, says St. Matthew. St. Paul has said much about the precious blood of Jesus. In the letter to the Hebrews, for example, we find the following. You have come to Mount Zion and the city of the living God. You have come near to God, who is the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous, who have reached a consummation, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, whose blood purifies and speaks more powerfully than the blood of Abel. St. Peter wrote in his first letter, Realize that you have not been redeemed for an earthly price, payable in gold or silver, but through the precious blood of Christ, the Lamb without spot or defect. The devotion of the precious blood of our Lord has an interesting history and is closely linked to the development of the liturgical feast. Many saints worshipped the precious blood, such as St. Catherine of Siena, or have written about it. For instance, St. John Chrysostom writes about the precious blood and the Mass, which connects us again to the post-communion prayer. Let us rise up from this table, he writes, that is from the altar, like lions, breathing out fire, a terror to the devil, and remembering whom our head is and how much love he has shown us. This blood, worthy of consuming, drives the devil far from us. This blood washes all the world clean. This is the price for the world with which Christ buys the church for himself. This thought will calm our passions. That's from his sermon, the Gospel according to St. John. The liturgical feast of the precious blood was already celebrated in Spain in the 16th century. It was brought to Italy in the 19th century by St. Gaspar del Buffalo, who died in 1837. He founded the Society of the Precious Blood in 1815. Remember that date, Battle of Waterloo. So he founded a society of priests driven by the love of Christ, mainly manifested in the shedding of his blood. His vision encompassed the spirituality of the precious blood with the concept of a community of priests working, uh, performing apostolic works of mercy. And it was permitted to his order, uh, the Fathers of the Precious Blood, to celebrate a liturgical feast in honour of the Precious Blood. Um, when Pope uh, Blessed Pius IX, of happy memory, went into exile into the kingdom of the two Sicilies in 1849, he had as his companion Father Giovanni Merlini. He was the third superior general of the Society of the Precious Blood. And Father Merlini took an opportunity. He said to the Pope, you know, to make a vow, to extend the peace of the Precious Blood to the entire church, uh, if God would restore possession of the Papal States again. And on June the 30th, 1849, the French army conquered Rome and the insurgents of the Roman Republic capitulated. The feast was extended to the entire church thereafter on the first Sunday in July. And later, Pope St. Pius X 
assigned the date to July the 1st. A prominent proponent of the devotion in honour of the precious blood of Jesus in modern times was Pope St. John the 23rd. In 1960 he wrote his apostolic letter In De Aprimis, where we find the following. He said, promoting devotion to the precious holy blood of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, is actually an invitation to the faithful to a fervent worship of that marvellous evidence of divine mercy towards men, the Holy Church and all the world, for which Jesus Christ is the Saviour and worship of his precious blood. We, that is Pope John, was familiar with this devotion from childhood and that he said in the month of July the, his family, the Pope's family, prayed the litany of the precious blood every day. On July the 1st, in the year 2000, Pope St. John Paul II had an audience with the association Sanguis Christi, and he gave a beautiful speech. He said, What a great mystery is the blood of Christ. From the beginning of Christianity, the minds and hearts of so many Christians were under its spell. The sign of bloodshed as an expression of life given in bloodshed as a witness of supreme love is an act of divine condescension to our human state. God chose this sign of the blood because no other sign suggests a person's total involvement so eloquently. My dear brethren, with the popes and the saints, let us resolve to make a place in our spiritual lives for the great devotion in honour of the most precious blood of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.